Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. This is Radio Puppet, your daily companion. Thank you very much for tuning in. And uh, you're listening to Godfrey Mabi on the program called uh, Thursday Life. And you and I will be together until uh, uh, 8 p.m. as always. And I would like to take uh, uh, this moment to thank my colleague for the beautiful program, uh, Spectrum, right here on your daily companion. I, have, I hope you had a great day. And uh, you had a great week already. We how many years? Days now into uh, the new year. We are six days into the new year. I hope we already started to enjoy it. Eh? <laughs> yeah, you don't wait for it to bring you some blessings because I did make uh, this uh, decision uh, a few years ago that I'm not going to expect anything from any year. Because I did that for many years and didn't get anything. And I ended up complaining, hey, and we ended up saying, and stuff like that. But I realized that years don't bring nothing. It's you that bring something on the table. And you can only bring something when you know that you've got something. But if you don't know that you've got something, even when you have it, you're not going to bring anything. You'll be looking for something that is already on the inside of you. So when you came here on earth, uh, our Heavenly Father has gifted us with something. So many times we want to receive, but uh, we we are hesitant to to give. So once you can focus on giving, then you'll be always looking forward to what is it that you can do to change somebody else's life. I hope that this year is going to be a different one. You're not going to be just receiving and receiving, but you'll be just giving and giving and giving. And then by that moment, you realize how blessed it is uh, for somebody to be uh, giving and not just receiving. Because once you just... uh, program your mind to be a receiver you're not always going to be uh, satisfied because people are not going to always give you exactly what you want and exactly what you need but hey when you tell yourself that this is the day this is the year that i'll make a change in somebody else's life you will be amazed to see how uh, change itself will follow you and how many other people will come and want to bless you because it's like you've open the floodgates of heaven over your life. So let's just enter this year with that uh, attitude in mind to at least change a life of a person or to see other people's lives being changed for the better instead of just concentrating on you yourself and you, you know, um, the, the, the big trinity, me, myself, and I. So I like, uh, for lack of a better way, that's why I, I just... Uh, made that statement, say you yourself and you. So, but if a kid second, that's going to be me, myself, and I. So, yeah, that, 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 uh, um, Trinity. <laughs> so, can always, can't, can't, it can't always be you, yourself, and, 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 and you. You know what I'm saying? Cannot say, it cannot always be me, myself, and I. I have to at least make room for others to be blessed through me. Yes, Ronnie Patla right here on Radio Pulpit, your daily companion right after Ronnie Patla, Kenya, Remrude as always. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. 
In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. It's more than radio. It's a way of life. It is 657 AM. On the line, we are joined by Bishop Selo Muruti. Good evening and welcome back to Radio Puppet. Good evening, Muruti, and good evening to all the um, Radio Puppet listeners. We are still fighting the COVID-19 pandemic, Muruti, uh, but let's look at uh, the role of the church. What is, it, uh, that the ch- what, what is that the church can do in fighting uh, COVID-19? We saw uh, before uh, people complaining uh, during lockdown, uh, the church members and the church leaders complaining that the church must be, must be opened. And uh, ever since the church and, uh, I mean, we were opened, I haven't heard any word from from some leaders, or maybe it's only me who didn't hear anything with regards to our role in fighting uh, COVID-19, except for the fact that they were talking a lot about the church being uh, reopened. Now that the church are uh, opened, uh, what else can, can the church leaders do, or is it all that we, we could uh, you know, say, and uh, is it all that we can contribute, Muruti, just to tell people the church must be opened and that's it. You are a church leader yourself, Muruti. Uh, what's happening out there and what do you think the church should do? Um, Muruti, you know, this, this is a very critical question that you, um, that you are raising. Um, let me start with, um, you know, what, 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 what is the position of the church in society? Um, the church must be a catalyst for transformation in society, for positive um, change in society. That that that's the role that's the role of the church. Now, if we look at uh, every society today, every society still needs to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to Second Peter chapter three verse eighteen. That is the need of every society to grow in grace and in knowledge of our Lord um, Jesus Christ. So that becomes um, that becomes very very important. But in terms of the of the of the pandemic, uh, Maruti, as, as as we've said, that um, you know this pandemic um, has caused um, a lot of extensive. Um, damage to society. Um, it has deepened um, the levels of poverty in our society. It has deepened inequality in society. It has taken breadwinners, supporters, people that were at the forefront of, pi- of fighting poverty. It has taken them away. You can count a number of people that this pandemic has taken um, out out of our society. And therefore, the church must then begin to engage on issues of transformation, on issues of change, first on issues of um, behavioral change, so that 
we are able, society is able to adapt to the new normal. Because remember, there is this rider that I normally use. It is either we adapt or we die. If we fail to adapt now, if we fail to adapt, unfortunately we will perish. And the Bible says, my people perish for the lack of knowledge. And therefore the church is therefore called in its role to become the disseminator of correct information in the era of misinformation. The church should become the true north disseminator of true information so that people can grow in grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, so that people can know that with these issues that we are facing, the church is able to engage and tackle them head on, especially these distinguishing social issues that the church is faced with. So the church needs to become significant as a social movement to begin to help society to be able to navigate these unknowns. The church needs to be able to preach, to pray, to stand in the gap, to give hope, because as we see, as we look at our communities right now, they have been ravaged, our communities, and people in these communities, you know, are crying for a spiritual or a moral authority that will be able to give them hope. And therefore, the church needs to take that spiritual and moral authority, that road where people can run to go and seek hope, where the church is able to take care, one, of the orphans. The church needs to go take care of the widows and the widowers in our society. Because this pandemic is going to leave a lot of widows and widowers, a lot of orphans who do not know where to run to. A lot of them are running to government. The 350 rents that government is giving, um, you know, the social grant is because people are running to government. But now it is now the role of the church to step in. The church is going to need to make sure that those orphans do not go to bed hungry. They do not go to bed without food. And also the survivors of COVID-19, because there is this thing called long COVID. Nobody knows what the effect of hospitalization, COVID hospitalization, those people who have suffered COVID, um, what the effect of this will be on their health in the long term. The church needs to fight discrimination against these people, and the church will need to be there to remind society that God is the healer. God can heal, and the church also has the role in moral renewal and social regeneration so that, you know, especially because parents have been taken away, children have got no people that will be able to guide them and, and, and teach them Morality, the church needs to start uh, occupying that space and therefore becoming a source of hope and a source of truth. And the church needs to make a stand against misinformation, 
against false news, against things that are untruth. Because the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you through. If it ain't the truth, the church must not tolerate it. And that's the type of education that the church will need to do in society. Mm. The church will need to help because there are other people from Marut who are affected by this, who are people in the church that used to give in the church, that used to give their monies in the church. Now they have lost their jobs. Some of them have lost their businesses because of this pandemic. The church will need to embrace them, mm-hmm. love them, help them and build them up as well. Marudi, uh, previously we talked again in closing about the economy, the contractions, the prospects of economical growth, certain sectors, you know, with the prospects of booming and all that. Some, some of the them, I think, some of them, I think, you mentioned uh, the mining sector uh, that uh, one way or the other, the commodities will will boom one way or the other. Are we, Muruti, um, you know, asking a lot from the church when we say the church can? contribute in the issue of uh, um, job creation or again alleviating poverty? Is it something that is biblical or muruti or are we just uh, giving the church the responsibility that was not given to, to, to them in the first place? Uh, muruti, in the first place the church was in that space. Remember that uh, democracy and um, you know governments as we know them right now are very modern um, uh, uh, developments. Before that, societies were organized around, um, you know, around a feudal system. Before a feudal system, it was more um, uh, rulers, you know. You, you see that also in the nation of Israel, you know, from being um, uh, ruled by judges to being ruled by kings, to now having a democracy and having a president, elected president. So the church was in that space. The church used to provide education. Remember, the first schools were not provided by government. They were provided by the church. And therefore, when we look at the fundamental teachings and doctrines of Christian faith, the church is expected to play an important role towards social change and how do we uh, play a role towards social change without influencing and getting involved in all the areas of society. The church, um, you know, when one looks at its fundamental teachings and, and, and doctrines, um, you know, it ought to get involved in the improvement of society's value system. If we don't get involved with the education, with the orphans, with society, how will we improve society's value system? If we don't and we stand aside as watchers and observers, we will forever in a day be complaining about, uh, about, about democracy and complaining about government and complaining about... Because we do not want to get involved. The church must get its hands dirty. Christ sent the church into the world. Now, the world is a system. Earth is a place, the physical place, but the world is a system. It's a system of politics. It's a system of, you know, all these systems. And when Christ says, go ye into all the earth, we are 
world. We are the called out ones, not to stay out, but to go out and to get involved. And we must begin to influence and bring the kingdom influence into those things. That's why when we pray every day, we say, let thy kingdom come. Where do we want that kingdom to come? It must come in those spaces where we want social change, where we need society's value system to change. That kingdom must come in there. It must come in the economy. It must come in in, in our livelihood, in our communities. Everywhere we are, we are, we are going to have to do church differently. We cannot do church between the four walls of the church anymore. The four walls of the church must be to empower, to equip, and to release. Once we release, people must go out in the workplaces, in the businesses, in society, in politics, and people must bring down the kingdom. Mm. The will of mm. God will then be done on earth as it is done. You, you, you mentioned, Maruti, the possibility of growth. I mean, there is growth in uh, every say, in, in uh, almost uh, in some sectors every year, Maruti. But then again, the question is, how can the church position itself to be... Uh, you know, to participate or to benefit from uh, a such growth, Muruti, uh, going forward. You mentioned about the money that comes uh, to the church, Muruti. What do you think the money should al- should also be used for instead of just feeding uh, the needy? The other person, although he was actually not criticizing, but mentioned the fact that the church is quick to buy big buildings and sometimes uh, these factory buildings that are no longer used, not necessarily buying but renting them and then they rent those buildings and after that they want people to come in and and uh, you know give offerings. Instead of them buying those buildings, utilizing them for businesses and create jobs, uh, you know, creation and stuff, Muruti. What do you think uh, must be done there, Muruti? For, for somebody listening now, Ella Muruti, he's got this money, yeah, 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 how do you utilize that money to benefit from the economical growth of your country? Um, Muruti, there is no, in law, there is no prohibition for a church to get involved in economic activity. When the church gets involved in economic activity, we all know that there are requirements in terms of the tax laws to be able to declare income and where profits um, SARS will have to indicate whether that income is deemed as taxable or not taxable. But the church should not be afraid of that. Um, you know. So the reason why the church has cowered itself into a receiving corner where the church is only receiving and asking for donations is because the church is afraid to tackle the issue of profit um, and the issue of paying taxes. The church should actually change its view and, and be able to say, we will become creators of wealth, we will become creators of jobs, but in order to do that, Nothing stops the church. Nothing also stops the church from investing in the markets. You know, I I, I was a director in one of the JSE listed companies. Maruti, every year I will meet the Swedish church, the elders from the Swedish church who have invested in that company. In that company, I will have I will meet um, German churches 
that are invested in a South African company. Every year when we pay dividends, those companies, those churches receive dividends, and they are doing a lot of work out of those dividends. So it is not only in the productive economy, it is also in the, in the, in the, in the, econ- in the financial market where the church needs to get involved. Nothing stops the church from being invested so that over time the church is not entirely dependent on donations and givings. The church needs to, uh, to diversify its income and grow its income base, its revenue base, because if that revenue base is grown, then the church is able to do more. The church is able to... Uh, I know that it was unfair to say, you know, take care of the orphans, take care, and people will say, where do you get the money to do that? And what is important, the very important first step that the church should do is to do proper strategic planning, to say, where do we see the church in the next five years? And to say, what is the mandate of the church according to Christ? What should the church be doing? And then make strategic choices that will lead us to achieve that which we ought to achieve for the glory of God and to bring the kingdom of earth on earth. Nothing stops the church from establishing and starting factories. Nothing stops the church from building infrastructure in the community. If we are complaining about roads that have got potholes, nothing stops the church in its community to say we will build a road in the community. I can tell you that community will know Christ and they will never forget that we are driving on this road that does not have potholes because of Christ. It comes from Christ. That's mm. why I I, 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 I I get very excited when I see things such as the Global Fund for Jesus, because it begins to help to try and provide that mm. to the community. I'm so tempted to again. Maybe next time you will on this thing, because you are empowering the church. Uh, as we talk like this, Muru, I wasn't even aware of uh, that information on Tumori or Sheraon about other churches that are investing. Uh, I'm sure, and maybe there'll be a an, an next time uh, when it when this top, as far as this topic is concerned, Muru, we, we talk more about these things so that Baba Ujulete Hwana know their eyes can be open. Because then, nice for the first time I hear about this thing. But Muru, yeah, no, let's focus on it into, into this year, 2022. Let's let's let's. Let's make it our focus. Okay, Muruti. Uh, maybe pastors listening now. Uh, just to empower them. How can they get hold of you? Uh, Muruti, I'm available on uh, my numbers. Uh, 011-754-1363. I'm available also on Facebook. The name is Silo Helepi. Uh, no title, nothing. Refer that number again. 011? 011-754-1363. 1363. then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za 
Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming. And there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.